Welcome listeners to a new episode of the Case Podcast, a new conversation about software engineering. Today we want to talk about Solid and for that I invited Angelo Feltens. Hi Angelo. Hi. Uh, Angelo is an IT consultant at Concentric and he's a member of the Solid community and currently works with Tim Berners-Lee on the Solid OS. So uh, he's a very good person to ask everything about Solid. Um, if you don't know anything about Solid, we try to give you a good overview. But uh, before we get into Solid, uh, Solid claims that it tries to give you control back over your data, right? Um, so do you have an example for us where we don't have control over our data right now? Yeah, actually, I have several examples. So um, mm -hmm. if, if, if I'm using the web today, um, I often come to, or sooner or later, I come to the point where, where, where I think, um, okay, this this should just work better. Yeah? I, I don't feel in control. Yeah, um, I mean, you know, back in the days, Apple started with a the slogan, there's an app for that. Yeah? And it's true. We go to the app store and there's an app for that. There's actually... There's a multitude of app apps for everything we could imagine to do in our daily daily routine. Um, so I could just say I cho choose the best app, the, the app that I like best, and the world could be a happy place. But in reality, this clashes often with the complexity of, of my life. You know, there's an app for everything, but there's not an app for everything. So I often I, I, I'm forced to um, use multiple apps to go through my day. There's not one app for everything. And that's fine because we don't want to have one app for everything. This would bring other problems with us. But um, to have multiple apps um, brings a problem that I'm not feeling in control in the end because uh, first thing, one thing is, okay, wh whom do I need to trust? Yeah, Where do I put my data? So it's one thing, one aspect of control. But the other aspect is, Okay, this is my data. I want to use it, and if it's if, if it's siloed into an app, and I want to go, the next step would be to use another app. I have to get the data from one app to the other, and there's a problem of interoperability, and uh, yeah, the, the, that I can make use of um, of my data in the end. Yeah, let's let's say a shopping list. Yeah, if I want to go, if I have a, perhaps I have an app uh, an app for recipes. I want to go shopping? I have to put the uh, ingredients from the recipe into the shopping list. And uh, that could be a problem uh, already. I have to copy paste it over and it's often tedious manual work to copy over from one app to the other. And yeah, what's, what Solid tries to achieve is to to um, give me control over my data and make make it interoperable to to move data from one app to the to the next, or even better to not store it and couple it to the app at all. Um, so, so if I imagine uh, the whole shopping thing today, right? Like, I I would maybe have an app with recipes, and then uh, I have another app that um, is my shopping list, and maybe they have an integration with each other, right? So yeah. I can maybe say like push them to my shopping list, but that's not what you mean, right? Um, yeah, this is a short-sighted solution for that. Yeah, but um, the problem starts uh, very soon because from the multitude of apps I talked about earlier. The um, I, I don't have uh, uh, that much of selection now. I have to choose specific apps that uh, have that integration, and I have to have an uh, both apps have to work um, officially together. Yeah, and uh, this um, often 
um, brings me down to one or two apps if I'm uh, mm -hmm. if I'm happy. If if there's an app at all, I, I mostly don't have that one app that works with the exactly one other app I want to use. So I'm mm -hmm. the freedom of choice is limited there. Yeah, true. And also, um, if I maybe have my recipes from multiple sources, each of them needs to be integrated with my shopping exactly. list or maybe yeah. online ordering. Food ordering system or something exactly. like that, right? And I'm always okay. forced to use a specific app. Um, even uh, if, let's say, I, I want to, I don't want to go shopping on my own. Yeah, perhaps I want to share the shopping list with my family. So, what do we need to do? Uh, we have to agree on one single app for that, and that we ha might have different um, desires and w wishes what the app should do and how it should work. But we we cannot choose freely. We have to find a consent on that. Yeah, nowadays. Mm -hmm true okay so that that maybe even leads to having like uh, multiple apps for the same purpose right yes, uh, most yeah. people probably have more than one chat app right now i would assume right because uh, uh, to interact with other people that have different apps you need like a multitude of of chat apps yeah uh, that's a, a really good example and th that leads to other problems yeah this is often something i i face in my life so um even with my wife, for example, I'm using multiple chat apps because we have multiple and sometimes I write over the one and one mm -hmm. sometimes over the other or the other app is a group with somebody else. And so w w when I want to to find out, okay, I sent you that recipe. So mm -hmm. where did I send it to you? Or where did you send it to me? Was it on the one app? Was it on Signal? Was it on WhatsApp? Or did you write it on a Trello board? <laughs> I, I don't remember where I put it. And it's really hard to to stay in control over my data if if it's spread across multiple apps and I don't really have access uh, when I need it. Yeah, and even if you have uh, like an Android or iOS application, mm. it's not possible to search through all apps, right? It's the, yeah. they are all their own silos of of data that yeah. you cannot search through, right? Uh, unless it's like. Uh, a built-in application then you probably have some search integration but most of the apps don't right okay yeah. and but uh, to look at a different example one thing that i uh, face from time to time as a consultant like you uh, is like i want to share data with a customer right uh, and um, maybe they are using google drive and maybe we are using dropbox and now we are in trouble right because we cannot share data with each other yeah i, I know this problem very well but uh, even mm -hmm. worse is a calendar problem yeah so a customer uses microsoft teams for example and we're using google calendar so uh, we end up uh, using multiple calendars in the end that are not synchronized and of course there always uh, um, occur problems with uh, appointment conflicts and so on because yeah, it, it's, we don't have a single place where to where we could look yeah. mm -hmm. Interesting. So one one thing that I I notice about that is that there are like there are existing open standards for some of the th mm. things that we talked about, right? So what do you think is the problem? Why why did we get into those silos uh, to begin with? Um, I think um, the uh, for example the calendar. Yeah, we have standards for that. It's it, it, you could say it's a solved problem. We have ICL and so on, but uh, those standards. Uh, um, come back fr from a time where we didn't have cloud and software as a service solutions, and uh, it's good to to synchronize or, or to to port my calendar data from one desktop calendar to another desktop calendar or to my uh, phone calendar. But what we actually want today is um, to be uh, connected via so uh, via cloud services, via the web. Yeah, mm -hmm. we want to collaborate together um, and. Um, centralized web services are a great solution to achieve that. Um, it 
um, we have to pay that by um, um, uh, by um, losing our um, um, interoperability. Yeah, we have one central service that works perfectly, and we can collaborate nicely as soon as we don't use another service, a different service. And um, and the, what we are missing is the yeah, this is a missing piece. Is okay. We need some standards. But we also want to don't we want we want to stick to the cloud and to cloud services and the web. I want to collaborate on the web. And this is where Solid comes into play. So we can have all the fancy web collaboration and social stuff together with open standards. Okay. Uh, but before we dive into Solid, I, I just want to uh, look at two other mm. problems before we look at uh, one of the possible solutions, right? Uh, and I think the, the problems we described so far are very known to like most people uh, like if they are like computer experts or not they have faced those problems mm. before right but uh, there are also problems that maybe uh, some of the more uh, computer uh, focused people those listening to the podcast maybe um have also faced right like for example i have some uh, some uh, app that has some data from me in it mm. and i want to to write a script to extend it right and maybe build something up uh, upon it because i just need this one feature yeah. uh, apart from that it's perfect but maybe um yeah i, I just want that one thing uh, is that also something that could be addressed with yes, something yeah, like solid totally mm -hmm. i mean uh, if you're lucky you have a good api you could use um, but mm -hmm. then again you have to integrate uh, um, against each and every api you want to use and all they are different uh, and it's really hard to to combine data from different APIs uh, in the end. And that's often what, what you want to do. And it's a lot of work, yeah? So even I, I, I really like coding even as a hobby, but uh, I don't have the time to do all that, yeah? Mm -hmm. <laughs> we, we, need to, we need to do better than one-to-one -one integ integrations with uh, dedicated web services. Yeah, we need standards, we need uh, interoperability. Yeah, definitely. Uh, especially if I want to share my uh, solution with other people that maybe use a different yeah. storage solution or whatever yeah. they use, right? Yeah, that that's that's not nice. Um, okay, so let's look a, a bit at on, on Solid. So before we uh, dive into the, the the different approaches that Solid mm -hmm. offers, what is Solid? So Solid is kind of a paradigm shift for the web. So. Um, today we usually have apps coupled to the data as, as described with the examples and solid, um, decouples it. So, um, think of, uh, something like Google drive or Dropbox for your data. So you have apps and all the apps could store the data instead of, uh, their own database or backend system. They could just store it to a so-called solid pod. And solid pod is a web server uh, that um, follows the solid standards and uh, allows you to store data on it in a way that other apps can access it and make use of it. Mm -hmm. Okay. But that sounds a bit like I need to be like an operator, right? Like I need to uh, maybe run my own server. Is this the case or uh, can it also work differently? Um, you may run your own server, but you don't mm -hmm. have to. Yeah? So this is okay. a, a, another part where Solid brings you a lot of freedom of choice. Yeah, And um, the, the, the paradigm shift is that we really have um, uh, a way to decouple the app provider from the um, storage provider. So we have, uh, in the end, we have different markets for both. Uh, the, app, uh, the app developer um, could focus on 
building the best app uh, they could imagine uh, while not having to care for things like authentication, user management, and storage at the end, uh, while the pod provider can focus on providing secure storage um, and caring for the data and caring for access management, security, and, and so on. Mm -hmm. And you could host your own solid pod, yeah? and, but you could also uh, pay some uh, service to provide you with a pod or some services, perhaps your, your insurance brings a pod with their insurance account. It's a good thing with Solid is also you don't have one pod, you can have several pods and interlink them and all the pods can have different standards for security and availability and so on. Okay, so so I don't have exactly one pod, but I could have one where I store my my um, invoicing, uh, my not my invoice, my uh, insurance information, and one where I store my personal photos, for example, right? Yeah, exactly. And for mm -hmm. example, yeah, I, I would say, let's say you, your, you, the podcast you are recording, you would mm -hmm. it's public anyway. Yeah, you could put it easy, put it on a Google provided solid pod if they mm -hmm. one day decide to provide one. Yeah, so it's it's not a big deal for privacy or so. But perhaps your holiday photos you are more concerned with, and you don't want to trust anybody. But you uh, set up a Raspberry Pi in your in your home and host a solid pod there to to serve your photos. So you could share it with your family, but you don't have to trust any cloud provider um, that uh, make may make use of the photos you don't want to. Mm -hmm. um, then there, are, for example, medical data, which I personally I wouldn't even put this uh, on a server on my home because I'm not. I don't think that I'm a security expert enough to make sure this doesn't never does never get into the wrong hands. So I probably want to pay someone or, or trust my my uh, health insurer to store that data. Yeah? Mm -hmm. And okay. that's possible with Solid, and we can have multiple pods with with different requirements and different offerings from different providers or um, even uh, some uh, clubs or so, or some, some uh, non-commercial non uh, NGOs could provide pots, yeah? mm -hmm. or the state could provide pots, yeah? depending on the use case, you can have different pots. Okay, so so um, if I imagine that I now have like my photo pot and my, uh, um, my insurance pot, um, Do I still have like one identity that spans both pots or am I like two people with two pots? How does that work? Yeah, that's um, also um, a very important feature of Solid. It, As I said, it splits data from apps, but it also splits identity from data and from mm -hmm. apps. So you could have one identity and use it as a single sign-on to all your apps and to all your pots, but you also could have multiple identities. That's also something where you have the freedom of choice. You could have multiple identities that are linked to each other. So they people can see these are the same, just different roles and different, perhaps you have a, a company pod and a private uh, company identity and a private identity, but you choose to interlink them. So it's mm -hmm. obvious that it's the same person, but a different context. But you could also have a completely uh, anonymous identity which you do not interlink yeah? and you have a different pod and it's not connected to the rest of your digital life. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, if I imagine now that I have, uh, I have now my pods, right. And now mm -hmm. I want to solve the problem that we had in the beginning, right. I, I have some recipes and I want to maybe store the ingredients in, in my pot so I can buy them. How would that work in this decoupled fashion? So let's say all the apps exist already. So we have um, apps built on solid that store the data in solid pods. So I would have a recipe app and um, 
I would, for example, go to some website that has a recipe uh, and um, click a button to save the recipe to my pod. Mm -hmm. Even today, it's a fun thing to know, um, there's uh, schema.org, you know, perhaps for for, um, uh, search engine optimization, it's often used. But uh, actually, this is a linked data that could be used by Solid. And I'm currently writing on a a, uh, browser plugin that could uh, use this JSON-LD data stored on websites to store it on the pod. So I could store the recipe on a pod and then use my favorite solid recipe app to list them, to search them, to to show them to, uh, while I'm cooking and so on. And I could switch to uh, any other recipe app um, any day if I think another one is better because my data is in the pod and not coupled to the app. I can switch apps and uh, the, other, the new app just uh, accesses the same data on my same pod. So, and if I go now to my shopping list app, which is also a solid app, then this app will also connect to my pot and see or be able to see the recipes and the ingredient list of these recipes and could provide a feature to say, hey, um, you want you have this recipe here. Uh, which of these ingredients should I put on your shopping list? Mm-hmm. No. And yeah, this is a way it could work. Um, uh, yeah, because the, the data is stored in the pot and not coupled to the app. All the apps could access the same data and make use of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so so um, if I look at it from like the the perspective of the companies building those uh, solutions, right? Like it's pretty obvious I could mm. um, get some money from hosting the pod for you. Like I mm. take five euros and you get I don't know so many uh, megabytes of data. Um, yeah. How would that work with applications? Can they also be paid, or is this something that is always free? No, of course you can have a paid application. Yeah? I mean, mm-hmm. you don't have to open source everything. You can just have, uh, as today, have a uh, a web service and a premium feature. Yeah, you you just don't have to do the user management yourself. Mm-hmm. You, you can can have people. It's quite good actually. Yeah, because you don't have to to say uh, to to um, uh, encourage people to to create an account. You can just uh, talk to the existing solid uh, users and say, hey, you you have a solid account. Just sign in here. Mm-hmm. Try the free part of the app, and if you like uh, like it, um, go to a premium account, um, pay it. Yeah? You could even uh, solve the payment and subscription stuff via uh, Solid and something like uh, um, verified credentials or so yeah? uh, that are stored to the pod. And say, okay, you are a premium user now, and you can use the premium features. We don't, uh, 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 you are not able to access otherwise. Okay, so so. It- could even be an advantage for me as a business because mm. I need to solve less problems uh, and um, yeah. still can uh, charge money for the service that I offer. Yeah, right? this is. I think mm-hmm. this is also it's, it's it's good for the companies because they don't have to focus on basic stuff like like user management uh, mm-hmm. and or even something like chat. Yeah, today every 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 app needs a chat, but mm-hmm. <laughs> needs to code a chat, um, and it's waste of time in the end yeah you, you want to focus on your core domain and your core features because those are the things uh, people are willing to pay money for yeah mm. so why not uh, choose existing chats uh, and perhaps just uh, ch- you could could have a web component for example for chat and include that web component in my my in the rest of my service and the chat is stored to the solid part you could even mm. i could even uh, uh, use an existing chat we we two have for example uh, if on a let's say we have a miro board together and now mm-hmm. we we're chatting with this chat we continue the same chat we had earlier on another service uh, on the miro board yeah for example mm. 
Okay, so it it, it reduces feature creep, and yeah. uh, so would you say that the the applications are more uh, narrowly focused because they solve less problems uh, than like a traditional web application? Uh, good question. Yeah, I, I, you could build very narrowly focused apps, of course, but I, I think you could also build large applications mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, and okay. even if you If you reuse chat data from the pod, perhaps you want to have a better, more fancy chat UI or something like that. So you code it yourself if you like, but you don't have to. Yeah, you mm -hmm. you don't have to um, to to use your time for that. Yeah? Nowadays, you if you if I, if I'm a startup, I I need to focus on my core domain and and build something really great that isn't there before. But if I don't provide the essential parts, users expect me to provide. Uh, I'm I'm dead in the in the beginning, yeah. Because mm -hmm. uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't have a better example right now. But okay, if I don't have a chat and people expect an app like that to have a chat and I don't <laughs> provide it, then I have a problem. So I need to provide it, although it doesn't help me uh, to earn money uh, to earn money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. True. Okay. Um, and uh, if I imagine now that I um, want to, so I, you you wrote uh, the the Angelo uh, re recipe application, right? And I already have a pot, and I want to start yeah. using it. I can use my identity to log into your service and yeah. start start with that. And yeah. uh, how how much control do I have of uh, how much of my my data you can see in my pot? Uh, yeah, this is handled by Access Control List, or uh, mm -hmm. yeah, so Solid Prings. Um, Uh, it's a it's a set of standards that does multiple things. Yeah, it it standardizes, it standardizes the API, much like uh, it, for example S3 uh, standardized the API to store uh, objects. Um, you have a solid API to store data on your pod, um, and uh, you uh, this is one part. Yeah, and the other standards solve, for example, uh, care about um, authorization and authentication, uh, and You could um, give granular access to which part of the pod should be accessed by which people. Yeah, if you could mm -hmm. share with with persons, yeah, with me personally, for example. But you also could restrict which apps are can access uh, which part of the pods. So mm -hmm. you could say, Angel's recipe app can uh, access all my recipes, but not my photos. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or you could even go so far as to say, okay, th this recipe uh, app may uh, only access recipes um, that are vegetarian or so. <laughs> if, you, if you would like yeah. to do that, if if, it's, if if this is useful for you for some reason, yeah. yeah. But you you can have very granular access, yeah. But this depends on how the data is organized in the pod, and you have to set the the access rights, or you have to use an app that sets yeah. the access rights respectively. Yeah, so you could imagine that you have like a guilty pleasure uh, thing that you yeah. don't want to yeah. uh, share with the recipe app, maybe. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so th this is the the topic of decoupling, right? So um, the the next yeah. uh, um, feature. Oh, may, set... I, may I add yeah. one thing, of course, uh, about the recipe because this is often overlooked. Yeah, okay, mm -hmm. I could have multiple apps uh, looking at the recipes, but what is uh, perhaps even more important is. Um, I could have multiple apps doing different things with those recipes. And mm -hmm. for example, uh, I have one app that just gives me the recipe and helps me cooking. Yeah. But I could have another app that uh, perhaps calculates the calories of these recipes. So do something different, completely different, which is not related to the process of cooking itself, but perhaps wants to give me uh, statistics over w what I'm cooking. How many, how many recipes do I have that are, uh, um, have too much fat in it or something like that. Yeah? Mm -hmm. 
Okay, um, th that's important to know, but uh, mm. I think that uh, also brings us to the topic of interoperability, right? Yeah. Because uh, we somehow need to say this is a recipe and uh, my recipe app and my um, calculation of calories app, they need to understand the same format, right? So I, I, I guess that's a pretty hard problem, right? Yeah, this is at least not an easy problem. And yeah, um, but this is, uh, I think, the problem we need to solve. Yeah, this is why yeah if you want to achieve what i what i told earlier in the examples and what we talked about so we need interoperability interoperability and it's a hard problem but it's not an unsolvable problem yeah? it's just a problem we need to uh, to take more attention to it yeah because we we came to a point okay where this didn't matter a lot yeah we just wanted innovation and new services and i use one service and don't care yeah as long as the service is fine but now i think we came to a point where we need to collaborate more between services um, so how does Solid, uh, how is Solid's approach to interoperability? Um, Solid, um, as I said, um, builds upon existing web standards and also on the idea of uh, the semantic web or at least semantic web standards and technologies like um, linked data and RDF. And uh, this doesn't solve interoperability per se, but it at least um, gets around the the standard problems like, okay, I have a JSON structure and the other app has another JSON structure and they does, just doesn't, don't, they just don't fit together. Yeah. And, um, uh, the, the a good thing about using link data is that I can quite easily, uh, or I get around all the syntactical and structural problems. Yeah. I can just merge data, link data from two different sources to a combined data set. Yeah. And, uh, therefore build a, a personal knowledge graph of all the data from all the apps. Yeah. This doesn't mean the data is uh, um, per se interoperability uh, for all the apps. Yeah. It could still have two recipe apps using different semantics for recipes, and this won't fit together. But at least uh, the application doesn't crash. Yeah. I can can put the all the data together to a knowledge graph and uh, uh, take a look at the data. So this is one part. Um, so the semantic part, of course, needs more attention on the uh, yeah on the semantic level. So I need to make sure that the recipe apps use the same vocabulary, the, the same terms to describe recipes, mm -hmm. and this is just a thing we need to do in the end. So, um, for example, but there are existing um, standards. Yeah, like like I mentioned, schema.org, for example, is is a good example. We already have this. Yeah, all the recipe sites uh, sites out there on the web are already using schema.org to describe recipes. Why are mm -hmm. they doing that? Why don't don't they invent their own standards for it? Of course, because they want to be interoperable, because they want to be found uh, on the web by Google, yeah, for example, and other mm. search engines. Yeah, this is how how Google places these boxes in the search results and uh, shows you the relevant information. Yeah, if I don't provide this, um, this um, schema, then I won't be on the list. So, and it's the same with Solid. Yeah, we can reuse the same uh, approach there, and if I'm building the third recipe app on the solid ecosystem and i'm not reusing the data that is already there from the other two then people probably won't use me and so i have a, 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 it's in my own interest to reuse the data that's already there and it also makes my life easy yeah why should i invent a new standard yeah? in in 
in the app world we we are facing today. Okay, I, I'm bringing my my own database anyway, and can I can reinvent the wheel? I don't have any um, I don't have any advantage by being interoperable to other apps. Is perhaps someday in the future we will add a feature to export data, and then it will become relevant. But in solid, it's relevant right from the start. I can use the data right from the start if I'm willing to do, and I should do it. Yeah? The good thing is. Um, I can use the parts of the data that is already there, but I can add more data to it. Yeah, that's a one um, advantage of using uh, linked data. Yeah, I can have um, it. Basically, works by having um, so-called triples, yeah, statements uh, about subjects, and I can add more statements, more facts about the same subject without destroying what's already there. Yeah? So I could have a recipe, and uh, perhaps one app doesn't support the calories feature. But if I have an app and want to add the calories to the recipe, I can just add it to the data without breaking the other app. Yeah? And I can add more and use what's already there and without reinventing it. Mm -hmm. Okay, it, it, it seems to me that this is like a pretty logical thing that like if I want to um, bring most more people to my app, then I need to look into the existing standards because then I can uh, convince more people to switch to my app because they don't need to convert all the data yeah. right but on the other hand if i imagine let's let's stick with our recipe example and uh, let's say that uh, someone from the us um, maybe wrote the first big recipe app and they didn't pay attention that maybe people in other countries use different measurements uh, than the us um, uh, and uh, the date uh, the data format doesn't um allow us to switch to different data formats, then I would be a, in a problem, right? Then I would need to invent something new, maybe? Um, it depends on how the the American app expresses um, their units, for example. Mm -hmm. I think schema.org, for example, solved this. Yeah, you can have uh, in, in your recipes, in, in the amount, you can have a value and a, a unit code, for example, with it. And okay, the other app could just use other unit codes or even translate from one unit to another. So this shouldn't be a problem. But of course, there, there might be for, for things that are not defined yet, yeah, where, where there isn't a vocabulary yet you could use. One app would start with something and the other app would find, okay, uh, this doesn't really work for us. We need to do things differently. Yeah. But, but I think, I think this is a normal standardization process and, um, You, you it's not um craved in stone yeah you could do data yeah. migrations for example if uh, things doesn't uh, turn out and the good thing is you have one place to do the data migration uh, users pod yeah mm -hmm. so um and we already did uh, did things like this uh, with apps with example apps we coded in the solid community it's it's doable and it's not that of a big deal to migrate data um okay Uh, but, but from like from a user's perspective, like if mm. I migrate my data uh, from the old recipe format to the new recipe format, mm. uh, then um, would I uh, would the old apps not work anymore, right? Because the the old data would be gone, right? Um, yeah, that might of course if it, if it's not updated, it might mm. it might um, be the case. Yeah, that's mm. that's true. Okay. Um, so you could update to the new app. Perhaps the old one is not maintained anymore. Yeah, but um, 
at least you don't lose your data. You could also yeah, choose to to not migrate the data. I think yeah, Solid won't use won't solve any problem in the world. Yeah, so we probably mm -hmm. get get some some new problems with this approach, <laughs> some some different problems. But uh, the the important thing for me is uh, in the first place that we um, have the foundation to to be in control of our data and then make decisions. Yeah, like okay, do I want to migrate my data? Do I want to uh, stick with the old app or do I want to stick with the new app? And uh, I'm not, uh, for example, in, in, today, often I don't have this choice. Yeah, just the old app is not supported anymore and I just lose all my data. So, yeah, bam. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. We, we are getting better with it. Yeah, it won't solve e everything. And there are still problems that need proper thinking and I can't answer everything uh, how do we migrate this and how do we solve this case? Mm -hmm. But at least Solid um, gives us a standard and a way to think and talk about new approaches in how we want to to use our data and our apps. Yeah, totally agree. Right, I I would not assume that it solves all the problems. Um, okay, so we we talked about decoupling and interoperability. Um, the the last aspect you uh, told me about was linking. Can you uh, uh, say something about that? Um, yeah, so this is also about um, linked data. So um, as I um, told, um, what what we are doing by putting all uh, the data into pods by using linked data standard, um, we we are creating a knowledge graph of my data. So, um, but we also talked about having multiple pods, and the linking aspect is very important because if I have multiple pods, so how do I get, for example, a list of all my my holiday photos, if some are on my Raspberry Pi at home and some are on my Google Drive port and some are somewhere else. So uh, this is where the linking part of linked data comes into place, where I have your eyes for all the data and all the entities are um, the, uh, identified by by your eyes, which mm -hmm. I could resolve. So I can follow links, basically, like the web itself. I can follow one link to from one HTML page to the next one and so on. And this is the way the data is linked uh, with Solid and the way apps could follow their nose from one piece of data, yeah, from the recipe, recipe to the ingredient to whatever. Uh, and uh, it doesn't matter in the end uh, in which port or in which parts uh, the all the data that is relevant to the use case I'm currently facing. It just doesn't matter because I can follow the links. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Understood. Okay, so um, I think we have a good a good overview now. Um, uh, what uh, you, you, we I said in the beginning, you are working on the Solid OS part of the system. Uh, what is Solid OS when we now look at the Solid as an ecosystem? Um, yeah. So imagine you have a computer. So you have a hard drive. You can store your data. This is basically your Solid part, but um, it, it's quite useless if you don't have any apps. Yeah. So. Uh, at least what, what any new computer should bring with you or with it is uh, an operating system with some basic features. Yeah? So I could boot it up and take a look at my files, perhaps create a new file, um, perhaps do some calculations with a calculator and so on. And yeah, that's why, where the name SolidOS comes from because we think SolidOS uh, as an app uh, that brings this basic operating system-like functionality to your solid part. So this is usually installed to your pod. So even if you just have a pod and didn't use any apps yet, you have some core functionality. You could use SolidOS to access the data in your pod, browse the files and browse the data, um, create a node, for example, 
or even create a chat, a meeting, and some basic stuff where you think, okay, this is basic functionality I would expect uh, from any anything I want to do on the web. And uh, this is what, what SolidOS does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So your pod isn't use, useless when you start. Um, and you can then make your first steps with Solid and start discovering third-party apps that could be hosted anywhere on the web. Yeah, it could be provided by any anybody who wants to code an app and host it somewhere on GitHub pages or on a, a server or a commercial service. And I can use these specialized services to to add more data to my pod, but I always have SolidOS to take a look at the raw data, for example, and do some basic stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so uh, if I imagine that I want to get started now with it, um, mm. so uh, do, what do I need uh, as a starter kit? I need a solid uh, solid OS and I need a solid port or how does that work? Um, yeah, you probably would go to solidcommunity.net right now. This is um, a community server uh, where you can get um, a pod. Yeah, it's not, not nothing uh, commercial yeah, or professionally provided. So don't expect anything uh, to to be available perhaps uh, without downtime or so, but it's quite quite cool and pr- quite um, good to 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 start and do first steps with Solid. So you could go there, create an account, and then you have a pod and you already have Solid OS installed on it. Yeah, you just if you open it in the browser, um, you can use Solid OS to to browse um, through uh, some folders that come with uh, your profile. Yeah, you, for example, you get a profile. Yeah. The identity we mentioned earlier um, in Solid is called a web ID. Yeah, it's a, mm-hmm. basically a URI that identifies you as a person. And if you resolve that URI, you could uh, see um, a social network-like profile. Yeah? You could add a profile picture, uh, your name, and you could also add friends. Yeah? If you have other people and you're using Solid, you can add them to your friend list there. Um, and um, yeah, then you have a pod and could, for example, use SolidOS to create some files on it, but um, you probably want to to try some apps um, as well. There are some uh, cool uh, community developed apps like, for example, Media Kraken, where you can um, uh, store your favorite movies uh, on your pod and then uh, um, ch- check it uh, if, uh, as soon as you watched it or if you mm-hmm. if you like it, something like that. And there's a list of solid apps on the Solid website, it's solidproject.org. Uh, yeah, there you can see how you can get a pod. You can see a list of apps you could try, and you can also learn about Solid from a development perspective. Yeah, how to write my own Solid app uh, and uh, how to um, perhaps host my own Solid server and so on. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so Solid Community Net is uh, a combination of uh, Solid Pod and also Solid OS. It's one package. Yes, yeah. Solid uh, mm-hmm. Solid OS is um, in the end it's, it's just a web app, so to say, and as a web app, it's hosted on your pod. Mm-hmm. Every solid server is always uh, um, uh, also a web server where you can just mm-hmm. host a web page, for example. And SolidOS in this regard is a web page or a web app that is hosted on this solid pod per default. Okay. Um, so, you know, uh, exactly. So you, you go to solidcommunity.net to register a pod, for example. This is one pod provider. There are others. So if you want to, to get an overview, you go to solidproject.org, which is the official website of the Solid Project. And there you can uh, get also a list of uh, pod providers and uh, choose one of them. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay, so um, one thing that I wanted to talk to uh, to, to you about is um, do you also see potential downsides, things that might be uh, worse than the current solutions in Solid? 
uh, dangers that you might see that uh, we need to pay attention to when moving mm. forward with solid. Yeah. So as I said, solid is not a silver bullet that will solve all our problems, but it is a foundation that enables us to uh, to to solve problems we currently face in the web and with the app ecosystem. Um, this doesn't mean necessarily that it solves it automatically, but it gives us the tools at hand. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. but with every tool, there comes a responsibility and danger. So, um, Although um, Solid is meant to be decentralized, for example, yeah, it it uh, it uh, enables us to to spread data around and have get, get multiple identities and and so on. But um, if you don't don't be uh, if you aren't careful, then we could end up with something like a Google Pod, where everybody has a pod for at google and it would in the end google would have even more data from us than it has mm -hmm. now yeah if, mm -hmm. if 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 it goes with like google google mail yeah, gmail is a good example for that yeah email is decentralized and i could uh, get uh, an email basically everywhere but a lot of people just use gmail and yeah if, if this if we end up like this with solid it also brings dangers of course yeah mm -hmm. so it's very important that we discuss solid and the approaches of solid not only from a uh, from a pure technical um, perspective and how the technology works and how we develop things but i think we need to discuss as a society where do we want to go with the digitization yeah i think we need interoperability and we need to I, I'm a big fan of digitization. Yeah, I don't say we should do anything with paper to to protect our privacy. Yeah? That couldn't be the goal. But if we go the way to do everything digitally, we need to choose wisely how we do it. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, okay, so um, if people are interested now in this whole project, um, they could, of course, uh, get started with like installing it. But do you have other calls to action for people that they that you are interested in as a project or even just as you, Angelo? Yeah, um, I, of course, would like to see more people being involved in the solid community and um, yeah, be part of the movement. Um, what I want you to do to do at least after after listening to this episode i hope you at least are aware of how limited we are currently with our apps and services um mm -hmm. uh, and perhaps you can can think uh, of the possibilities that separating apps from data could bring to your daily life and then yeah perhaps you get the idea of solid and the the vision i have with it um and then yeah learn more about solid get a pod play around with it Uh, perhaps write an app if you are a developer. Um, but even if not, yeah, join the community. We need great people who improve UX, for example. Yeah? Solid OS um, is a nice tool that can do a lot of things, but the UX is really crap. Uh, so <laughs> help me there. Um, but as I said, yeah, we need to... Uh, solid approaches problems we need to solve as a society and not only as developers. Yeah, We need to decide mm -hmm. how, where, how we want to to uh, control our data in the future and how uh, we want to enable people to use their data and, and really get into control of it. Cool. And so, yeah, every, every members of society are welcome to, to join the solid community and discuss those topics and uh, help, help approaching. Um, yeah. The next, uh, it's for me, it's the next step in the digitization and yeah, it's very important that we involve many people with it. 
Yeah. So so it's also very welcome to ask critical questions. Of course. Uh, maybe yeah. About it. yeah. So. Awesome. Then thank you so much for this great overview of uh, over Solid and all the problems it tr uh, tries to solve. Uh, and um, yeah, uh, to all our listeners, uh, have a nice day and uh, see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you.